I hope you had a good day today. I'm in a worship mood. I'm a worshiper. When I come to church, I just come to uh, lift my hands and worship God. Uh, anytime I see church, I see worship. Mm. Anytime I see, can I say it again? Anytime I see church, I see worship. I come to church to just give some, some praise to my God. So I don't know if you're ashamed of Jesus. If you're ashamed of Jesus, you're at the wrong place. Are you the wrong preacher? <laughs> but I like to praise God. Because if it had not been for the Lord on my side, please tell me where. Ah, you, you, you see me in three-piece suit and jacket suit look nice up here, but it took a lot of work. <laughs> Can I speak to somebody out there? Mm, do you know how much time God had to took, uh, take out his chisel and chisel me down? And sometimes he rubbed down some spot and believed it was good enough and he had to go over again with the sandpaper because he recognized there was still some rough edges. Do, do I have a witness in church today? You, you know you were not polished all the time like that. Mm. Tonight I want to speak to you, turn your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 5. It's a very unusual subject, but God has laid it on my heart. And I want to share it with you tonight. Mark chapter 5, 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 Mark chapter 5. When you find it, please say amen. reading from verse 1 to 5. Are you there? Are you ready? I want you to work with me tonight. And they came over unto where? I can't hear your church tonight. And they came over unto where? Breathe on your word, God. And they came over to where? Other side of the sea into the country of the and it says, and when he was what? Come out of the ship, meaning Jesus, immediately there, there met him out of where? Notice, notice, notice. The tombs are who? Are who? A man with an unclean spirit. Verse 3. Who had his, can't hear your church, who had his? dwelling where among the tombs and no man can what could bind him nor not with chains verse 4 says because that he had what been often bound with fetters and and the chains had been what plucked asunder by and the what fetters broken in Neither could any man what? Tame him. Walk, walk with me. Walk with me. Verse 5. And what? Always night and he was in, in the tombs crying and what? Cutting himself with. But watch verse 6. Watch verse 6. Watch verse 6. But when. Mm, can somebody read with me? But when he. But when he, but when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran. He ran. I wish somebody would say worship. I wish somebody would say worship. He ran and worship. I'm still wondering, is it the demons worshiping God or is it the man worshiping God? Because the text tells me that he was demons possessed. I want to speak to you on the subject, a makeover. I want to speak to you on the subject, a makeover. Breathe upon your word, God. The Bible is clear in Mark chapter 5. In Mark chapter 5, the Bible is clear, ladies and gentlemen, that Jesus came over on the other side. Some scholars say that he came over on the southern side, that he was coming from the Sea of Galilee. And for me, as I recapture the moment, uh, I was there, Brother Sammy, with Jesus. 
And if I walk back a few minutes before, I remember we were in a ship in a storm. Can I speak to somebody? And while we were in the ship and the storm was there on the Sea of Galilee, we were so terrified by the storm itself and believed that we, Ebenezer, that we were about to lose our lives. That we started to throw everything past the overboard and we tried to empty the ship dr duncan to ensure that the the ship will stay afloat but we recognized that nature was greater than us and that the, the ship was about to sink uh, so we had only one choice uh, and somebody said do you remember that Jesus is in the ship uh, I, I want to tell you something today about the Christian experience it does make a difference when Jesus is in the ship oh my I, you're not getting what I'm saying it's, it's one thing for Jesus to be in Jerusalem it's one thing for Jesus to be in Bethlehem as a baby but it's another thing for Jesus to be in your ship no you're not getting what I'm saying is is Jesus in your home it's is Jesus in your life do, do you have enough connection that when the storms of life start to overwhelm you you can look through the dark privilege of difficulty and even if he's sleeping do you have enough confidence in your Jesus that is your friend and all you need to do is to wake him and he will say peace be still oh I know there is somebody in church and you are not just in the boat but you are in the storm and you need a Jesus who can speak to your situation speak to your cancer speak to your discouragement speak to your diabetes speak to your stress but oh my lord and I was there with him past I saw when Peter walk over and touch him and it was not a, a normal part heavy lick how could you be sleeping now Jesus you know, I realize that even in the Christian experience sometimes, Jesus go sleeping. Ah, no. I know you're not going to say amen, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the person who is praying about something for three years, and it seems like Jesus is in the ship, but he's taking a nap. I'm, a, I'm a speaking to some. I'm, I'm talking to the brother whose marriage is not working, and you're praying for your wife right now, and it seems like Jesus is sleeping. I'm talking about the mother who has a child who is sick with cancer and the child is saying it seems like God is not real and you have been praying and say God I've seen you deliver before deliver a king and you are not getting no response from God and it, it seems like he's oh you're not getting what you're not getting it, it seems like he's oh somebody follow. It, it seems like he's oh sometimes you need to wake Jesus oh, oh, oh. I never know we could wake Jesus until I saw them wake him in the storm. What better time to wake Jesus than when you have difficulties because he's a God with a solution. So I was there aside for myself. Jesus didn't even wipe the sleep out of his eyes. You know sometimes when you're sleeping you need to I'm asking the truth. <laughs> For you to see good, otherwise your sight look fuzzy. <laughs> you need to rub your high first and clear your throat so you are ready. But Jesus just got up and just look out there on nature and say, peace be still. There is something about this man that when he spoke, the sea was slain. The billows were killed and nature came down and was subjected to the voice as about to tell Ebenezer tonight that the God that I serve is the one who can slay the storm. The God that I serve is the one who through his speech alone demons tremble. Hell is in problem. I stop out to tell somebody is Jesus sleeping You may be wondering why you're recapping this, Pastor. This gave me faith after the storm became calm. That by the time we reached over on the gatherings and the demons possessed man came, some of the disciples took off 
but I drew close to Jesus. <laughs> because I said something. If, if he's going to kill me, but they kill Jesus first. So I get behind Jesus. Can, can I speak? This? You have some people in the church, they are running down to everybody else than Jesus. Can I, can I speak? This? They, they, they are watching what you have. They are watching what you possess. And you can tell them anything and they will do it. But when I came to church, I, I didn't come for anybody. I came for Jesus. So every time I see a storm, I'm not behind Brother Brown or brother green i'm behind jesus because for satan to get to me he need to get to jesus first and the last time i heard about jesus i heard that he's the undisputed heavyweight champion the one who never lost a case and that is the reason why if you are going through your storm call him up oh some some people are afraid to say jesus but, but i like to say jesus Ah, I, I hear Proverbs saying that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. You're not getting what I'm saying. The righteous run it into it. And they, I wish I had some people in Ebenezer who is willing to run into Jesus. You know, can I talk to the church? I realize that we have a sophisticated doctrine, good doctrine. But good doctrine without Jesus is nothing at all. Uh, no, 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 no. Can I speak to the church? I recognize that the church is suffering from spiritual malnutrition. <laughs> it's not that you're not eating, but you're not eating the right stuff. Your belly full, but you're not, new, you're not getting no nutrition. How do I know? <laughs> Every time I test your temperature, I recognize you're misfiring something wrong with your sparks plug <laughs> and, and you know anytime you want to test a sparks plug you take off one and then try to put it on and if it flatters too much and can't give you a start it is not saying plug is not in there it means no current is for okay can i speak to the church <laughs> and when holy ghost tests your sparks plug he recognizes now your, your engine is not just fluttering it dies it means that you have a spiritual short circuit. And somewhere in your spiritual experience, one of your plugs need to change. But the last time I saw John the Baptist, Jesus had to change his plug when he said, Jesus, should I look for a second Jesus or what should I do? And he said, tell John of what you are seeing so his plug can be reached. Oh, can I speak to somebody? The last time I saw Elijah, he had a short circuit and he was hiding when he should be preaching. Can I speak to somebody out there? And they asked him, Elijah, what do us hear? And he said, listen to me, I'm discouraged. And the man is in depression. He said, I want to die. But Jesus fed him. And Jesus said, I want you to know that I have some people who won't have bowers yet. You know, sometimes in the church you feel that is your alone righteous. Yeah, because some people may not be coming to fasting and prayer. Some people may not be very visual and vocal in the church. But they are connected to heaven. Because sometimes some of the people who make the most nice in the church are the ones who give the most problem. Oh God, can, no, don't let me go down that road. Can I speak to somebody? But, but my text is, ladies and gentlemen, when we came over on the other side, I thought it was a shift of things, Pastor. I, I thought that because we came off the sea, the storm was over. But I realized to every level is a new devil. Oh my Lord, can I, can I speak to somebody in church? I, I thought that when I came into the church, it would be a smooth ride. I thought when I came into the church, the gossip would be over. I, I thought when I came into the church, everything would have died down. But I had a big surprise. The first lesson I came into the church and I learned that the church is a hospital. But this hospital have a problem. The church is the only hospital that I see some people sick so long. Oh God, it is clear. You see that the doctor is not working well or the hospital is not serving the per or it could be the patient not taking the medication. Oh, can I speak to somebody? Uh, because others came to the hospital and was delivered so it seems like the hospital reputation is intact. When I check on the doctor 
doctor and somebody tell me that he's a great physician he's a sympathizing Jesus that in his saliva there is glaucoma healing property and in the hem of his garment there is a pharmacy can, can I speak to the church tonight that only a touch can release the doctor's divine power so if it's not the hospital and if it's not the doctor it must be the patient you have the prescription but you're not taking your medication makeover what use is a pretty prescription if you're not going to take the medication and you're not taking the medication and you're expected to be healed. I saw one madman. And when I look on the madman, and he was there, we went there to visit him. He was in the hospital. And they had to tie him down. I said, how are you doing today? He said, I'm doing much better. But every time I recognize this conversation gone all over the place. And I say, it seems like you're still not so well. He said, what do you mean by the pastor? I say, it seems like you're still not so well. He said, what do you mean? I said, it seems like you are not so well. He said, what are you saying? I said, sir, it seems like you are not so well. He said, what are you telling me? You're telling me that I'm a madman? I said, sir, I didn't say so. You say so. The man said, the only madman in the room, and it was the two of us in the room, is you. You see, that is what I learned. A madman never says mad. Mm-hmm. Say not mad. But he was tired on the bed. But virgin, you smile. I wonder how much of us in church is denying our true condition. We are saying sister so and so and this one so and so. But we are not seeing that we could be the one with the illness. But my question is, did you take your medication? Uh, can I say it again? Did you take your medication oh god it is clear that when they reach over on the gatherings this man did not take his medication because the text says and they came over on the other side and no wonder when they came over on the other side the bible makes it clear immediately as jesus stepped off the ship he saw a man with an unclean spirit notice how they qualify the man he wasn't just a man, but he had some extra powers. Oh, God, can I speak to somebody? It is one thing to see a man, but to see a madman. Not just a madman, but a demons possessed man. But ladies and gentlemen, not only that, verse 2 makes it clear. Verse 2 makes it clear, ladies and gentlemen, that something took place in verse 2. And when he was come out of the immediately there met him out of where the tombs are man with an unclean can i stop right there one minute <laughs> when i read what matthew had to say matthew said it was two men but mark and luke says is one and then i recognize none of the author are really wrong it, it could be two men but one was more fierce than the other <laughs> so when while matthew decided to capture the two luke and mark decide to take up the one that was in the deplorable can, can i talk about a makeover uh, the one that was in a deplorable condition that the church can know you can't reach too far where god can't give you a makeover that a visitor can know you can't be in jokes too deep where God can't give you his seven step program in one day you can't be too far in discouragement where God can I give you a spiritual in and bring you back to stability and normality can I speak to the church today the Bible says he was a man with an unclean spirit. What a thing. Verse 3. Text says, who had his dwellings among where? Isn't it strange for a man to be living not just in a graveyard, but in a grave? It has to be severe 
growing up as a boy, I was afraid to walk through graveyards. And if I do point and my finger point on one of the grave, they say that you must bite your ten finger, otherwise they will rotten off. So you want to bite it all ten because I don't want to lose. It. Somebody know what I'm talking about? That's somebody in church who uh, know those who come from country. <laughs> no, but, but listen, they, 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 I, pass, I had a problem passing through the graveyard. But this man was living in the tombs. Uh, scholars say that it may be a tomb that was carved in a stone. And he took the, the, the cave-like tomb as a home of refuge to soothe himself. I stopped by to tell somebody in church, we have some people who are taking refuge in tombs in tombs today they, they know his dead body in there but it's the only place they can soothe their sorrow it's the only place they have hope but I have answer for you look down the street a stranger is coming and his name is Jesus and he will take you out of those tombs of selfishness those tombs of unbelief those tombs of prejudice those tombs of pride because all those tombs does is allow you to scratch yourself. Oh God. Those tombs cannot heal you. But I like the text. It said two things about him. One, they couldn't time and they couldn't attain him. When I look on the word tie, it means nobody could restrict him he was running on an unusual momentum we have some people in the community and it has to be something more than them that is leading them and the first symptoms you need to watch is there that they are uncontrollable <laughs> not only that and the, 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 the next one says that they, they, they couldn't tame him. When I look for the word tame in the Greek, it means to pet a wild animal. They say he was so wild that you couldn't tame him. You, you couldn't give him food to buy him out. You feed him today and he beat you tomorrow. Oh God, can I speak to somebody? So you couldn't say I fed him last week, so I'm going to pass by there this week. It, once he eat the food, he had memory lapse. Can I speak to somebody out there? And I'm saying, Pastor, this is my problem, church. How could it be that nobody could tame him and nobody could tame him, but he saw Jesus. He saw Jesus from afar. Oh my, somebody not get what I'm saying. Nobody else could tame him. Nobody else could tame him. But he saw Jesus from a distance. Oh, you, you know, I'm wondering. My problem is, church, this is what my problem is. I'm trying to find out, is it the demons coming for the worship or the man? I hear you thinking. Can I say it again? I am trying to find out is it the demons coming for the worship or the man? Sister Isaacs, if it's the man coming, I am impressed. But pastor, if it's ever the demons coming, oh God, if it's ever the demons coming to fall before my Jesus, I'm not impressed. I am overwhelmed. So, so can we do a little test on the text? Uh, give me, the text says, the text says, uh, not only that, give me verse, verse 5. Verse 5? Uh, verse 5 says, and what? Always night and, I'm not hearing heavy demons, night and he was where? Mountains and in the well. Tombs crying and what? Cutting himself with what? So he was inflicting himself. There are some people in life who is inflicting themselves. They, they know the man is not good, but they rather to stay in the shock of life. They, they know the fornication is not good, but they rather to stay there when they are really in a tomb. Tomb living. Tomb lifestyle. Anybody who inflict wound on themselves uh, is in the tombs. It means something else is controlling you beyond you. Oh, can I speak to the church tonight? Uh, verse, verse 6, verse 6. Listen to this, verse 6. Uh, but when he 
saw Jesus afar off. He ran and what? What we're discussing, I need to find out if it's the man came by himself. Or if it's the demons. So let us check. Are you ready? You don't sound like you're ready, man. Are you ready? The text says, and cry. I need to hear you, Ebenezer. And cry with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with thee? Jesus, thou son of the I want I chose thee by that thou would what? Hold on, that no sound like the man pastor. Let, let us read it one more time. <laughs> uh, uh, go back to verse 6 again. Go back to verse 6 again. Go back to verse 6. Verse 6. But when he saw Jesus, what? He ran and Give me verse, verse 7 now. Verse And cried with a and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the? I adjure thee by that thou torment me. That don't sound like the man. That don't sound like the man. Let, let me check out second. <laughs> give, give me verse 8 to see if it's the man. <laughs> For he said unto him come out uh, come out of oh I'm not here in heaven come out of the come out of the <laughs> so it is clear to me it wasn't the man speaking it was the unclean spirit that was speaking but the text says that he came to worship there are some people in church who are too sophisticated to worship God but the demons knew that he wasn't just Jesus he was son of the living God my question is do you know God for yourself because the only way you know that you know God is the way you worship him and it doesn't mean that your worship has to be true when I went back to the Greek for the word worship, it says like a dog licking its master's hands. But ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't, don't fool yourself. Not because you're falling down mean you're worshiping. Because my Bible tells me, if you read the same chapter a little later, that a churchman came to Jesus to ask him to heal his daughter and he fell down on his knees, but the text didn't say his worship. Because in his mind, Jairus' mind, Jesus was a healer, but he's not a savior. Oh God, can I speak to somebody? But even the demons know that Jesus is not just a good teacher. Buddha is a good teacher. Jesus is not just a good prophet. El Selassie is a good prophet. Jesus is not just a good speaker. Jesus is redeemer, sustainer, Lord, rock of ages, cleared for me. Let me hide myself in thee. As I'm about to tell some Jesus is everything to me. There is power in the name of Jesus. The text says he came to worship. Meaning the demons came to lick the masters. Oh God! Now, not only that the demons came to fall on his knees, but he, he recognized uh, that there was a higher power that, oh my, can I speak to somebody who is going through hell and high water in your house tonight? Uh, you need to know that there is a higher power. Can somebody say higher power? Uh, you need to know that there is a higher power uh, and that no devil, no demons can stop what God is about to do. I was watching something on YouTube. This man was a satanist. And he said that after he took over the territory, the hero, that one of the high priests was running and he became the high priest for the area. He had some witches under him. But there was this young witch there, beautiful girl, who was living next door to a Christian. And every time that she goes to the meeting, the Christian lady would know. And she would come over to her parents and say, listen, check on Suzanne. You need to know where she's going. And the young lady was very offended. 
chief, this day she went back to the meeting, said to the Satanist high priest, my neighbor is looking in my business. The high priest said to him, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to give him a big X or a small X? Big X mean kill, small X mean torture or torment. He said that we don't want to kill her as yet. Just give her a small one for right now. That she can know all her corners. Because we are here. Oh God, can I speak to the church tonight? Can I speak to the church tonight? So he said that he was given his experience that they went into the circle and they call up a certain demons. And when they call up the demons and send the demons out, that the demons went on the job. But by the time they were supposed to finish the meeting and leave, they realized that the demon came back. And the demon came back with so much force and power that the demon started to beat everybody in the room. And they had to jump in the circle. Oh, can I speak to somebody? <laughs> Imagine if the circle was at church. You'd have to stay one take the beating until you die. Huh? But good to know that they were still there. They jumped in the circle and the demons ease off. And then he said that the demon spoke. And the demon says... Do not send me back to another Christian. You, you know you know what I'm saying? I, I, can, can I give you like a synopsis? Because I like to show upon the sea. Ah, I believe when they send out the demons on Gosami and the demons reached by the lady gate, he, he saw some soldiers out there standing like link angels joined to the, uh, the shoulder. And every time he run in, he recognized that there was a king there. Can I speak to someone? No wonder the Bible says uh, the angel of the Lord uh, encamped around those uh, who fear him. Uh, and nothing shall come uh, neither dwelling. Uh, I start about to tell somebody Jesus is not just a savior. He's a demon's killer. He's a redeemer and restorer is a life giver Jesus is God mm -hmm. and the gentleman said that was his first turn because all the time he thought that Satan had all power and he's the first somebody put Satan in his but, but the, it's because he's not reading his Bible <laughs> because if he was reading his Bible he would know that when when Abel killed when, 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 when Cain killed Abel, that God gave Satan an uppercut when he sent set in action. Uh, tell him that when man believed they were at the lowest, uh, that Moses came out uh, and ate Pharaoh's food uh, and went to Pharaoh's school. Uh, after Pharaoh was trying to kill him, uh, God gave him another blow. Uh, but when Jesus showed up in a manger, helpless and defenseless, Jesus, God showed up again and Satan got another blow. But that, that is it. That is not it. But when Jesus was in the grave, Sunday morning when he got up, he gave the devil a fatal blow that he will never be able to fix again. Want somebody who can spank Satan? Check Jesus. Uh, you know, brethren, I am grown. I'm a only child. Yes, a only child. And because I didn't have any bigger sister, bigger brother living with me, um, and should I say by my mother's side. So I had to fight my battles many times. But I had some bigger cousin who lived next door. But several of them went to another school from me. But, but I had this particular cousin who was much older than I do who came to my school. But, but I remember there was this young lady. I don't, uh, I don't like to talk about it, but it's true. There was this young lady in my class who was just picking on me. Fast I can't turn. The young lady beat me left, right, and center. <laughs> and one of the hardest things is when you beat a coward man. When you beat a coward man, he will hurt you badly. But I was having a problem until I get so afraid of the class because I'm afraid of sharing it. Oh, no, I can't forget the name. And I'm saying, what have I done? I sit at the back bench, she come and beat me. 
I sit in the middle row, she come and be I sit at the front right before the station. No, but so one day I couldn't take it. And I went to my cousin and I said, Cause uh, this young lady on my case and she's beating me. And he said, uh, uh, after school, show me her. And uh, remember we're passing Mr. Dervin uh, Stangerine Tree. And I saw her and I said to, to, to my cousin that uh, see her there, sir. Uh, and he went over and just collect her and brought her to me and said, get a nice piece of uh, I won't say <laughs> you you fully in the rest. <laughs> I, I, I just give her two. <laughs> oh, God have mercy. Uh, it's the first time I feel like Elder Norman, I was in charge because my cousin was there. <laughs> so he said, don't give her three, just give her two. So, so, so the first one I gave her, she recognized it was very serious. Can I speak to somebody out there? And the second one I gave her, I felt so good because my cousin was still. Can I stop to tell somebody? There are some time you must call upon your bigger brother Jesus. When the devil beats you left and right and try to throw you out, just say Jesus. The, the old rascal is beating me and Jesus will catch him in his collar and bring him to you and say take two good liquor. Can I speak but Mr. Satan. Mr. Satan. When you're beating the devil, you have to beat him without mercy. I hear somebody says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I hear somebody say, Fear thou not, but I am with thee. Do not be dismayed. I'm your God. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. I will uphold thee with my right hand. I'm my own man. I wish somebody will take an offense against the enemy for your house for your marriage, for your health, for your mind, for you. The church look wishy-washy. Have to be apologizing to Satan. Mr. Satan, don't beat us this time, sir. When you have big heavyweight Jesus, we are afraid to call upon Jesus. We had men, when I grew up in the Adventist church as a child, they weren't bright, but they were powerful. When you have a half night of prayer, I remember there was a neighbor in our community who decided that he was a wealthy man in town. And he decided that under his dead body, we couldn't build a church there. And the elders and the leaders and the pastor of the church called a, a, a whole night of prayer. And we prayed whole night. And sorry to tell you, sir, uh, after two weeks, we had to bury him. Oh, God. And Jesus still didn't put the church there. Jesus put it somewhere else. But God says, no weapon that form against you shall prosper. When you're, when you're covered under the arms of sweet deliverance, the devil need permission to touch you. Because my Bible tells me, God have hedged you him. Oh, psalmist says that God have hemmed you up. You're not getting your own God. You know what I'm talking about? When you're hemming your pants, pastor. Not me, it. <laughs> you, you don't hem one part and leave the next part. You ensure it go right. God, God said, not only that I hedge you in, but check. Ladies, I don't wear. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> God said, I hem you in. I, I, I fix you so secure when you give your heart to me that the devil can't find a loophole to catch you unless you jump out. Not only that I hedge you in, I hem you in. And when, if you notice what I love with him, that edge, I have seen edge where you have an open section. Am I speaking the truth? Man making hedge come around, but he don't do it at the gate. You know, and step over the hedge. Am I speaking the truth? But I've never seen a hem that you put no guitar in the window. Oh God, it come right. I cannot speak to somebody. God said, peradventure you don't believe in the hedging. I want you to believe in the hemming. I want to tell you the only reason why you still have your sanity right now is because God. The only reason why you're not heating out of garbage bin is because God. The only reason why the cancer didn't kill you is because God. The only reason why your son came off drugs is because God. The only reason why your wife is still in the house is because God. The only reason why your husband is still there is because God. 
I wish somebody today would say hallelujah for the confirmation that God will take care of you. Brethren, when I saw the text, take me to verse 9. Five, Matthew 5, 9. And he asked him, what is... I said, Jesus, I was there. Let me touch him. I said, Jesus, what kind of business is that? I saw demons in the church. Did I say that? Did I say that a while ago? Do, do you believe demons come to church? I said, so, why, Lord, have mercy. Well, now, man, I just get myself in trouble. So somebody looking at me. If demons can't really come to church. You feel that demons come to church? Oh, God, you get quiet on me right now. I, I hear you thinking, you know, brother Asma. You know, possible, don't. I wonder if demons come to church. <laughs> Uh, Mark chapter 1 verse 23. Give, give me 22 and 23. Because that was in the tombs. But me, I wonder if sometimes they're bright enough to come to church. So I need to check it out. Because if they come to church, I need to put on the whole armor. Make sure they are dressed for the battle. Can I, speak to, can I speak to somebody? But verse 22 says, And they were astonished at his, for he taught them as, and not here in Hebenezer, taught them as, one that hath what? And not as though I can't hear the church. Give me the verse 22. Uh, and there was. No, no, no. You're sure is that you see, brethren? And there was in there. You, you make it look sound too pretty, man. Huh? <laughs> and there was in their church. Sabbath morning. Sabbath school. <laughs> oh, God, have mercy. <clears throat> A man sitting in front row. With an unclean spirit. And he cried out. He's not afraid to cry out in church. Give me the next verse. Give me the next verse. Give me the next verse. Next verse. Saying, leave. My Lord, so it seems like he's more than him in there. He should say, leave me alone. But he said, leave us Brethren, sometimes I'm watching my congregation and based on what I'm seeing sometimes, I know it can't be natural. Some of the things that are happening in church, it must be a next force take over. And the man said, let us, Jesus, this should be our church, but we take over. Oh God, demons hijack the church. Can I say it again? Saying, let us alone. That is in your Bible or just on the screen? You, you sure it's in your Bible? I hear that you have husband's Bible. <laughs> so if it is in your Bible and it is in my Bible and your Bible, it's true then. It says, and let us alone. What have we to what? Do with thee, thou Jesus of where? And thou come to what? So even the devil know that their time is coming. And the church members don't know. So we live as we please and we do what we want to do. And the sinner man have no desire to change because he believes the same thing will happen tomorrow. But it tells me that even coming to church, you are not spared if you don't have the whole... Oh, you, you see what I'm talking about, the edge? Huh? That God's hedge or God's hem is his armor. And then we come up with some fancy thing and say, Lord, build a fence around me. God to put on the armor. And that is the reason why I didn't give anything for the box. You're not supposed to look around. We have too much backslide and that is the reason why the devil beating us. Because our, our, our face is not to the enemy. And God said, listen, I didn't give you anything for the box because I'm your rear guard. Can I say, no, no, you're not getting what I said to you. Can, can I say that it could be different, Pastor? I, I, I'm your back bumper. Anything that come to your back, have you, cannot speak to somebody. And that's why God said, I give you the helmet and the shield. Nothing should penetrate your head. And I realize there are some members in the church who is giving the head to the devil. Cannot speak to somebody. They are stressed out and messed out and all type of out. But God says, for you to come back in, you need your head covered. Yeah, yeah, oh God. 
text says, demons of that church. Take me back to my text and let me wrap it up right now. Mark chapter 5. The text says, Jesus asked him a question. Who are, I, I was there, brethren, and said, Jesus, what kind of madman you are? And he looked at me. He said, you cannot ask demons. What is your name? But for a time, Dr. Duncan, I failed to recognize that I was talking to the Son of God. And that Revelation chapter 12 says, and there was war in it. So Jesus needs to know which general is taking on because the word legion doesn't only mean 6,000 foot soldiers, but the word lead, uh, legion means regiment. It, it, it's a war term, a soldier term. It means that they are oil machine. It means that Satan is organized. The only place we see people disorganized and confused is church. Satan is a oil machine. So when he's coming for you, he plays his demons strategically. But we treat church any and any way and expect to get first class blessing. We come to church when we feel like and expect God to give you the best part of the lamb. Oh God. We, 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 we put Jesus in the burner and nobody at your workplace know that you are in the platoon. The last time I checked you, I didn't even see a name on Jesus' record. And when I asked him where you are, he said you are in the reserve. Oh God, you, you only come in when it's time of war. Can I speak to somebody? I need to tell you right now, it's war time and you need to go and get dressed for the battle. Can I speak to the church tonight? You have too much undressed members. You're not ready for this thing. But the Bible says, Jesus asked him, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion, for we are, uh, we said, listen to me, Jesus, I can't even give you a special name, but if you remember the special platoon, that is called Legion, Jesus said, I know you. Is you know? <laughs> oh God. So when I hear Jesus say to him, is you, I drop in my shell, because I know Jesus is up to something. Give me verse 10, verse, verse 10, verse 10 says, and he begged. I don't like the word besought. It's too polish. And the demons begged. Oh God, can I speak to Ebenezer tonight? And the demons begged him very, very much. And he begged Jesus again and again. And he says what? Not to send them out of the area. He said, you can even send us out of the man, don't, but don't, don't let you leave the territory. You, you can send me out of the man, but let us stay roaming around here. Uh, can I speak to somebody? Verse 11, verse 11, verse 11. A uh, 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 what? Large herd of who? Pigs were what? Feeding on the nearby Hillside. Watch verse 12, verse 12, verse 12 says, and all the devils, mean not just the captain, but everybody knows that this is the big man talking. That when Jesus talked, uh, uh, they would say, no dog bark. You better be quiet. Saying, send us into where? That we may enter in. You know what it tells me? Demons is looking for a body. You're not getting what I'm saying? Demons are looking for a dwelling. Can I send you an email? Check your email. Check your email. Uh, not because you are in church mean that demons can't take you over. If you watch the wrong thing and if you go on the wrong site and if you dwell on the wrong thing, devils can take you over. I believe that sometime we are sitting in service and demons are sitting with us but we need some Holy Ghost members in the church who are washed by the blood of Jesus who are not afraid to call on the name of Jesus until Satan have to take his flight. To polish in church. Hallelujah. Praise be the Lord. Uh, I can't help it. When I remember that I was the black sheep of my family, 
I'm a father who said I was a fool to join the church and that I would never come off to anything. And I was always in last, brother Dr. Duncan, in my class. Me and my friend Michael, if he's second to last, I know I'm last. And if he's, if he's last, I know I'm second to last. <laughs> and failure was consistent on my resume until I met Jesus. Can I speak to somebody? So, so when you say shut up your praise and I tried to hold it in, I remember that you weren't there when I was failing and Jesus picked me up and I need to say hallelujah. Oh God. Oh God. Can I speak to somebody? I remember I went to two high school. Finished two high school in total and still I couldn't make two. Well, first, when I finished, I did so bad that my father didn't even want to see me. And I only stumbled upon the place that he and my cousin was discussing about the next school that they want him to go, but he didn't want to go. But God always gives you something to weather the storm. Can I speak to somebody? And uh, true, I could play a little football. I hear the discussion and I realized I was qualified for the application, although my grades weren't there. So they took me on provisional basis to play football. But I, I went there to, football, to play football, but God saw me before I made the decision to go to that school that I had just three weeks of training and then he will recruit me for his platoon because he had a bigger job. Can I speak to somebody in church who know that when you came into the church, God had an assignment for you. back to school I start my whole lifestyle went back into the tombs again pastor dig up the dead bones just start to take off again because that is what you know you see when you're used to the tombs it's only tombs you can do but when you meet, when you meet Jesus you, you have a comparison can I speak to somebody out there oh God have mercy God say I can't give you more than three weeks I need to stop you in your tracks. And I had an encounter with God that has changed me for the rest of my life. One word of prayer. God, it's your time to change me, change me. And Dr. Duncan, my life has turned a huge swing. Because when you take Jesus, he makes up for your difficulty. Oh, God, can I speak? Anyway, you break down, he pumps pump your tire. In a don't the pump, you patch it for oh God. Can, God have a handy road service. Oh God, can, can I talk about God handy road service? Uh, when I was, they, they, they bring me after five years, they put me back in third form. And I was third form grandfather, but I was still in third form. We have too much people in church like look pretty. But they are not growing. Okay, can I speak to somebody out there? Can I say it again? We have too much people like to pose, but they're not going. You're not getting what I'm saying. Can I say, oh God, let I leave a piece. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when I was in third form and I ended third form, they have a student of the year. And I wrote to the box sitting right in my bed because I don't use those things. And I hear my name calling. I was wondering, what name do you have next Vaughn in around the place? <laughs> but I, I surmise that is my name. So I could be the only Vaughn in so I just step up. To collect my prize. I just baptized. Can I speak to somebody? Fourth form again. Student of the year and they call it. It's me again. I get used to this by time. That is me alone. Name that name. Oh God. Can I speak? I'm talking about God on the road service. That even where you need a patch or you, your hinge and break down. God always have an extra hinge. Can I speak to somebody who is thinking about giving the heart to church to God and they are saying, God, I, I can't do it. I want to tell you if you need a hinge, God have a brand new one for you. I'm watching the text. I want to talk about Jesus on the road service. Give me verse 13. And verse, yes, verse, give me verse, verse, give me verse, yeah, verse 13. And what? For with Jesus gave them one. And the unclean spirit went out and entered into what? And the earth ran what? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it says, and where what? Choked in the sea. Alright, watch this. Verse 14, verse 14, verse 14. And they that fed the swine and what? 
told it in where? And in the where? And they went out to do what? What? See what it was that was. You see, some people only want to see, Pastor. But they don't want to change. The, the miracle stirred interest. And they came to look. But they, didn't come, they, they did not come for a touch. Oh, God. Can I speak to somebody? And there's a reason why they came and went back the same way. But I'm looking for Jesus on the road service. Verse 15. Verse 15. Verse 15. Verse 15. Verse. It says, and they come to Jesus and seen him that was, that was, that, that was, was, that means something took place. That was what? With what? And had what? Sitting and clothed in his, in his, and make all. Can I speak to somebody today? I start about to tell somebody if God was able to give the demons possessed man a makeover, God can give you a makeover tonight. But you must be willing not to just look, but to take a touch. I'm going to close right here tonight. Pick up tomorrow night, tomorrow rather. And. They came to Jesus and see. Nobody didn't tell them. And the good thing about everybody knowing him. So it couldn't be a lie. So they came to see if he was the same man for true. And they came and they saw for themselves. And they saw him. And they saw him. In his, and his mind was so right. That he said, Jesus, don't leave me down here, Papa. Anywhere you go, I'm coming with you. But Jesus said, no, you cannot come. Go and witness. Go back to your family and let them see what you have done. And the next time I saw him, Elder Norman, the man turned a preacher. From the tombs to the pulpit. Oh, God. Can I speak to somebody? Isn't that a makeover? From demons to Holy Ghost. Isn't that a makeover? Tonight, God can give you a makeover. I'm a replica of what God can do. From a child that is covered with anger. A child that is always upset, bitter, warlike, to humble as a lamb. God is able. And I have watched God take his little time and work on me. And work on me. Somebody said to me, even if prison burned down, you can't miss it. I've given you five more years for you to end up in jail. But by the time it reached three, Jesus, oh God, Jesus on the road service was waiting on me down three miles. And he says, son, I can do a better job with you. Daughter, I can do a better job with you. And I said, what is your offer? He said, if you will give me your service, I will give you my daddy's kingdom. I said, what do you mean by He said, didn't you, haven't you heard that I'm a king? And if I'm going to give you my daddy's kingdom, is the prince make it? Oh God, you see, if anybody can offer you anything, but you need to know the credibility of the man that is offering you. What they, if I say I'm going to give you a million dollars, I'll never see a million dollars yet. He's joking around it. Oh God. But if Mr. Obama says, check me in the office next week. I have a million for you. I, I can run down there even if he changes mind. Because he have what it takes. You want to tell me, my God said to you, I will supply all your needs. And you would rather trust your boss than you trust Jesus. You would rather trust the church than you trust Jesus. You would rather trust your husband than you trust Jesus. You would rather trust your wife than you trust Jesus. Tonight Jesus is saying, Give me your heart, and I will give you my father's kingdom. And if I'm a prince, I'm going to make you a prince or a princess. 
when I heard that you would make me a prince, so my father threw me out of the house, turned his back on me, because I was a black sheep. So I said, I think this sounds like a good offer. And my father wasn't no prince. He was just Henry. And I said to Jesus, I will take the half of sir. What do I need to do? He said, repent and be baptized. Oh, can I speak to sir? Repent and be baptized. And I said, sir, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? And from the day I baptized, I've been walking with Jesus. You have a witness in church today. And I'm not saying that I'm limp. There were days when the breeze of life hit me and I, 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 I broke a limb. But that didn't get root up. I was still grounded. And because I'm grounded, the limb did go past up, but I shoot again. I, I want to tell somebody in church who is limping tonight, don't, don't give up on yourself. I, I know you may be twisted and lean right now, but if you continue to stay rooted and grounded in Jesus, you will sprout. Again, eh? is there somebody who want to sprout again tonight? Is there somebody who want to sprout again? But your root system must be right. Oh God, can I speak to somebody today? That's the reason I want to call you. I want to work on your root system. Is there a visitor in church? Psalm chapter 1 says, He shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of water. Is there anybody who know you're not planted at the right stream right now? A visitor in church today and you want to be planted by the living stream I want to ensure that your rooting system is right if I can get your root system right the breeze will not hurt you it may break a limb a few leaves will blow off you, you may see winter but your summer is coming your season which oh can I speak to somebody I, I don't know which season you are in right now you, you may just in your winter but winter will come to pass somebody in church today who's saying pastor I'm still planted but my roots are not strong enough I need you know brethren let me give you a good example at my house I have a lot of planting trees and I learned a big lesson. I was cutting the planting and I destroyed the one that I cut not knowing that I should leave it there. That it can give supply to the younger one there. So all of a sudden the, 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 the planting started to get weak and it destroyed the quality of the young planting coming up. And one day I was saying, God, it seems like I, I am failing here. And a friend stopped by and says, all you need to do is to strengthen the root in sin. I said, what do you mean by strengthen He said, just put some extra layer of dirt around the root and you will frighten to see how they will look. So, so I, I, I said, listen to me, I don't sure if you know what he said, but I'm going to try one. So I looked for the weakest one and I put some extra dirt around it. After around three weeks, I realized he pushed out a big, 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 sucker and ready to go. I said, it seems like this routine system thing work. So I start to put dirt. Oh, tonight I'm simply saying to you, you, it might be your problem is not because your root is not good. It might be exposed. And all you need is just a little topsoil on it right now. I'm inviting you to the altar that God can put a little topsoil on you right now so that devil can't find you. Can I speak to somebody today? You need to come and get your rooting system properly covered. You need to come and ensure that you are rooted and grounded in Jesus. Do not watch anybody because it's not your train problem. It's yours. You know what you're living with. You know what you're fighting. You know what you're going through. You know what you have to deal with. But tonight is your night. Run to the altar tonight. Come and get your root properly prepared. Come and get covered by Jesus. Right where you are, right where you are. Please stand up about it. We're not going to sing any song tonight. 
I don't want to move you by any emotion tonight. I want you to see the need for Jesus. I want you to see the need for Jesus and walk out of your formality. Walk out of your comfortable chair. Move from where you are with a purpose to say, God, straighten my route. Straighten me tonight. When I ask pastor to do this closing prayer for me tonight, just connect with somebody tonight. So hold on to somebody tonight. Hold on to somebody tonight. Somebody in church fighting something tonight. You know, brethren, this wasn't the message I had planned. But from Wednesday night, God changed the subject and God said, I want you to preach this. If it's even just a one person tonight, I want you to preach this message tonight. I don't know why I'm preaching. I don't want to preach this message. Wednesday again, God, after we didn't have any meeting on Wednesday, Thursday, God said, I'll go back to my message. I said, God, I, I need something different from that, God. Today, I wake up again trying to change the message. God said, I said, go back to my message. Uh, there is somebody who is on life support machine tonight who need to get this word in their system because the devil is taking over their minds. They are thinking about suicide. They are, they are thinking about taking an overdose of tablet. They are thinking about giving up. But I'm sending them a text tonight to let them know, Lord, I am with you always, even unto the end. No devil can kill you. about it tonight. I don't like to preach long, but I believe that I'm after something tonight. Somebody need this word 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 tonight. And Jesus sent me for you tonight. I don't know who it is, but Jesus sent me for you tonight. You have been praying and there is no change. You have been praying and you're not getting any result. You've been praying and it seems like this system, the thing's getting worse and you're wondering where is God? But I stopped by to tell you that God is at the same place where he was when Daniel was in the lion's den. I stopped by to tell you that God is at the same place when Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego was thrown in the fiery furnace. Your God is still there. You need deliverance tonight. You need deliverance tonight. You need deliverance tonight. I remember as I God's pastor the prayer, closing prayer. I was doing a crusade like this. And after I finished preach, and I went on the outside, and God continued to tell me, plead, plead, plead. Somebody need you tonight. And uh, around three persons came to the altar to give their heart to the Lord. And when I was finished, a lady came to me, and she said to me, Pastor, I need to talk to you. And she called me one side, and we started to talk. She said, Pastor, God has spoken you to God has spoken to you to speak to me tonight. She said, Pastor, I want to tell you that I'm so depressed. It was yesterday I bought a piece of rope to kill myself and to kill my children. And I said, somebody pass by and leave this flyer that there was a crusade down here. And I said to myself, if I go to that crusade and I can't get an answer from God, I'm coming back to kill my children and then kill myself. I have the rope up by the house, but tonight God sent me a lifeline. I start about to tell somebody tonight, God has sent me for you and the message messages the victory is at the door stay where you are because God knows God knows God knows where you are 